What's up, guys? We are Alright Potatoes. You know what would be cool? What? If you were big cool <laughs> for Halloween, dude. What's up, guys? I'm Steven. And I'm James. And we are the Ripe, Ripe Potatoes. Potatoes. And uh, if you couldn't tell <laughs> by that sick-ass joke. <laughs> from that sick-ass joke, dude. We're doing the movie Sinister. Which is a fucking banger, dude. It is. Which you should know. Alright. Sinister was released on October 12th of 2012 and was directed by Scott Derrickson. The film starred Ethan Hawke, James Ransom. Ransom? Ransom. 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 And Juliette Rylance. The film had a budget of $3 million and went on to make $87.7 million at the box office. Which is a fucking That's shit That's fucking chump change. That's such a small budget, dude, for it this is. movie. I didn't realize it was that small. Until the internet told me. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, you should watch the goddamn movie. But uh, here's a quick synopsis. True crime writer Ellison Oswald, Ethan Hawke, is in a slump. He hasn't had the best sell- a bestseller in more than 10 years and is becoming increasingly desperate for a hit. So when he discovers the existence of a snuff film <laughs> showing the deaths of a family, he vows to solve the mystery. He moves his own family into the victim's home and gets gets to work. However, when the old film footage and other clues hint at the presence of a supernatural force, Ellison learns that living in the house may be fatal. Yes. Ooh. And here are the statistics. Uh, the tomato meter gave it a 63%. What? Yep, boners. Average rating of 6.2 out of 10. Total ratings of 154, 97 being fresh, and 57 being rotten. Fuckers. The audience gave it a 61. Oh. Oh my god. What Ooh. is... <sighs> Average rating of 3.5 <laughs> out of 5 stars. Total ratings of more than 50,000. That's a lot. Yep. IMDb gave it a 6.8 out of 10. Already Metacritic, like 53. <laughs> And 84% of Google users like this movie. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Look at that I've, spread, dude. I didn't check the I didn't check the percentages. I just watched it. I'm, I'm, oh, my God. Yeah. Which, so if you can't tell, we're both upset with how low this movie got. It's insane. <laughs> For, in my opinion, this is one of the best, I would call it, uh, more of a recent yeah. horror film. I would say it's one of the betters. It is. Um, which is why we wanted to do it. And actually, Beef told me we're doing it, so I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, we have we have a, we had we made a list the other week, and I was like, let's put those to these two. We're checking it twice. Gonna find out who's not <laughs> just kidding. Who's who's not nice? Who's not nice? <laughs> <laughs> but Sinister is a fucking banger. It so is. You absolutely need to watch it. Fun fun fact. Uh oh. Before the fun there fact, it is. <laughs> I seen this movie with Russell. From Oki Podcast. Shout out Russell Oki Podcast. No, you fucking didn't. I did. We seen it and it was pretty scary. Actually, uh, that's funny that you mentioned that though because this was one of mine and my friend Cody. Uh, it's one of our favorite movies that yeah. we'll, we'd always talk about. So it was this one, The Strangers, and then a couple other movies. Mm-hmm. But those were two of our favorite like recent horror flicks. Yeah. Modern day. Yeah, I remember going, going to... I think it was Century Theaters on Cerritos Road. Ooh, we shit, there, dude. got scared the fuck. It was so good. This is a fucking great movie. It is. And it's very violent, which yeah. is why I like it. Yes. <laughs> but here are the critics... Okay, let me talk. Let me learn how to fucking talk for a second. All right, here's the critics' positive reviews. Critics' positive reviews. Number one. 
Just a straightforward horror flick about snuff films in the house with a bunch of child ghosts in the attic and Ethan Hawke and Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, thank you. I don't know words. <laughs> Number two, this is a slow built type of horror film where most of the audience can see the end game long before the characters in the film. Even so, it's well crafted. It's a well crafted piece of work with some genuinely scary moments. Very scary. Very yeah, I would agree with that. I I don't really know if uh. I mean, I didn't know the end game. You know what I'm saying? Not until it was mentioned yeah. of what was actually going to happen. I loved, um, after you've seen this movie a couple times, you see the clues in the snuff films. Yep. Which I didn't, I didn't see until this most recent viewing last night and this morning. Which is fucking great. Where you see, like, the cups with the, the knockout, the, the knockout juice. Yep. You see them, like, just kind of, like, not scattered around, but throughout their little films. And I was like, oh, yep. that's fucking... I didn't see that before. Yeah, you see the green glow, and you're like, what the fuck is yeah. that? And, and then you're like, just, oh, it sounds like nothing. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize that, I think, until the last time I had watched this. Yeah. Um, previous to this one. So it was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with that. So make sure you pay attention, humans. Um, number three. Perhaps Sinister's most impressive element is how smoothly it transitions into the supernatural portion of its narrative. True. I like that. Um, an interesting beast that combines both classic and modern scares to create a film that should have you whimpering in your seat by the end. Which, I, I think it's genuinely fucking creepy. It is. But it didn't, like... You get a couple of jump scares and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I love... Like James Wan, he knows how to build the tension. Build yeah. to the scare, not just... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> you're not just, just like, fuck! Try and get you. He'll, yeah. he'll build, he'll... We'll ease you into it, like they said. What a nice guy. <laughs> um, number five. It's the it's not the most original premise, but has some solid performances and genuinely disturbing moments, nonetheless. So, where did they steal it from, or what's another movie that takes on this uh, takes on this vibe? Um, um Mulholland. No, it's not. Mul I want to say Mulholland Drive. I haven't seen the movie, but I know the premise of it. It has, it has something to do with snuff films. Okay. But it's not... It's not to this not degree? supernatural, in okay. a way. Okay. The one thing I would like to... My my, my, my guff? Is that a good word? Your I would like... Your grievance with yeah, it? Yeah, my grievance. There, that's a good word. Is I would like to have seen, like... Since these murders happen, like, ten years. Every ten mm -hmm. years or something. I would like to have seen Bagul change every time. Okay. You know, like, he doesn't always have a fucking coat on. Yeah. Or something like that. I would have, it would have been cool to see him as, a, that's his most modern look, but throughout the snuff films, he looks slightly different. So, okay. With the time. He'll change with the times. Kind of like Pennywise. Yeah. For example. Okay. Like, throughout the years, he's like, he didn't always look like this and look like that. And I would have liked to see him, like, become what he looks like right now. Okay. Which I like that, too. I, that would have been interesting. Yeah. See him through the years. Because he's been around since what the pagan the, the pagan times or whatever they said, mm -hmm. even further than that, and so he couldn't have had a fucking trench coat and button up shirt <laughs> <laughs> chasing around. How you fucking know, dude? <laughs> 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 the library of Alexandria <laughs> and shit like that. So yeah, that's what I like to see. What if he was just fucking racked, dude, and he was walking around with a butt flat? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's what's up? Fuck, I fucked with that too. <laughs> but anyways, let's jump into these critics' negative reviews. <laughs> Critics negative reviews. The film's downward spiral begins at the introduction of a completely ludicrous character who becomes known as Deputy So and So. 
<laughs> oh, I thought they were talking about Bagul. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, I don't think that's ludicrous. No. Because, I mean, the writer obviously doesn't have the resources to get certain information, but yeah. the cop does, so you kind of need that character. And, I, yeah, I liked his character because he was used sparingly but very well. Yes. Anyways. I like him. I yeah. like I like the guy who plays him, too. He's fucking entertaining. Yeah. So. Uh, though heavy on atmosphere, it ultimately loses itself in recognizable old school frights, such as in unaccountable noises at the dead of night and frequent rain slash storms. Okay. Not really. I don't really remember any of that. The only time I remember that is like, uh, when, spoiler, when the little girl of his own is, uh, setting up the kill. Yeah, that, at the end, yeah. Or at the end, she's drawing it or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but, also, just because this uh, review brought it up, one of my biggest fucking pet peeves is when people write loses, L-O-S-E-S is how you're supposed to spell it, they spell it looses, alright? Loses has one fucking O, okay? <laughs> okay, you fucking idiots? Loses has one O. Thank you. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to our TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that, like, bothered me in the movie is, like, yo, there's a light switch right there. Why don't you flick that bitch on and off real quick? Because there's that point where the power does go out. Yeah. But then in all the times he hears noises and he's like, yeah, I'm going to walk through this dark-ass house. Yeah. <laughs> fuck like, that. Yeah, fu- fuck uh, flipping on a switch. Let me uh, go ahead and grab a bat and I'm just going to walk through this dark-ass yeah, house. Yeah, like, he says he doesn't believe in that, like, supernatural stuff, so I might have... If he hears a noise, and go check it out, obviously. But you should yeah. be sensible enough to be like, oh, click. Yeah. Click, click. <laughs> also, I like the fact that the cop puts him on blast for fucking being an alcoholic, dude. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm not I'm not saying that you're crazy, but I am saying that every time I see you, you have a fucking <laughs> whiskey, bottle. <laughs> whiskey bottle in front of you or whatever. I'm like, damn, dude. Get him. <laughs> uh, the much-loved Ethan Hawke finds himself in a cheap and cheerless horror film. Watching images of murders and trying to find the boogeyman before bad acting around him causes him too much grief. <laughs> Damn. Kind of funny. I'm actually not a huge Ethan Hawke fan. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. So In this movie, he was all right, but I'm not a huge Ethan Hawke fan. And I think it's just because I don't like his face. Yeah, he's kind of average. He's like an average looking dude. Right? Know, he's got a fucking snaggle tooth and piss me off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even the daytime scenes are shrouded... In such deep shadows, you're mainly left wondering why nobody ever just turns on the damn lights. Here we go. That's me. That's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> uh, damn, open a window in here. Fuck. Yeah, you fuck. <laughs> uh, we begin with super old, super eight. We we begin with old super eight footage of a family hanging from a tree, which is either a terrible tragedy, tragedy. Or a natural outcome of average Disney vacation. Well, Jesus. <laughs> okay, chill. What? <laughs> oh, the family dies? Yeah, that's definitely the Disney narrative. Oh, there dude. it is. That's what it means. <laughs> um, actually, that intro is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's literally the first thing you see is just a ha- family fucking hanging. And yeah, like, like... Jesus. In the theater, I was like, what? What am I watching? Yeah. And then, like, you don't see, like... I think when I watched it, like at home, you see like the, the tr- uh, the limb cutter, yeah, like, cutting the branch finally. Yep. I was like, oh, yeah. You didn't notice it originally. Yeah. yeah. You just see him hanging until like the, 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 the leverage of the branch fucking breaks and brings yep. them up. 
And I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is rough. And I like how in this movie, Ethan Hawke learns how to fucking splice film together. Yeah, like, (laughs) (laughs) at least he had the internet to do it instead of, like, not knowing knowing how to do it beforehand. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to figure this out real quick. Well, you know what else we're going to figure out real quick? These sponsors. Get back. Welcome back on yes. my face. Ooh. Um, <laughs> speaking of good things such as those, here's the audience positive reviews. Audience positive reviews. A brilliant, fun, scary film with amazing scares and on the edge of your seat moments. The music was perfect as well. This was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. My adrenaline was spent by the end. Mm. Mm, you're just fucking amped up walking out with a bone. Uh, number two. Some reviewers found Sinister a glorified snuff film. I beg to differ. This movie really creeped me out. I was a well. It was a well-crafted story laced with dread and thrillingly scary. And of course, Ethan Hawke is always good. Watch it in a dark room. Yes, do that. Do that for it sure. Works. Um, Sinister is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. The cast, characters, scares, thrills, suspense, and the twists are <laughs> all phenomenal. <laughs> Don't even men- didn't even mention the score. The soundtrack is amazing and is one of the reasons that make this movie definitely recommend that you check this out. Yes. Um, which the sound to it kind of, it bugs me in a little in a way because I hate like at the end when it's doing like the <laughs> I can't even like explain it, but it reminds me of like American Horror Story, uh-huh. and I just hate that fucking sound. It just irritates me. But other than that, the music was good. Um, Number four. It takes a chillingly real premise and applies some classic horror tropes to it. But because the execution is good, you won't mind this for all its flawed characters and predictable moments. was actually quite gripping. It won't be very rewatchable, but it's worth seeing. Lies. Which, it's definitely rewatchable, but obviously once you watch it, you already know everything. Yeah. But it's fun. You notice more after watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, though it has some unnecessary jump scares, Sinister succeeded creating its own spooky atmosphere and an interesting twist. What's a twist? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I believe all that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the movie is, in my opinion, it's unique. Um, way better than the second one, so don't watch the second one. I um, <laughs> I was trying to think mediocre. about the second one. And they say you have you have to watch the film, watch the films right, mm-hmm. and then the house is there's a murder there. The murder has to happen in that house, and then you leave, and then at, the next murder happens in the house you move into, right? Correct. And so, why did they get killed in this one, in the second one? I don't remember the second one very much. I remember I they all like the once and then pissed me off. It just pissed me off. But I like, did they move from? The murder house to their new house. Because I know it's like it. I don't know. That's kind of how the cycle goes. Like basically, they moved from one house into another. This was the murder house, and then so from them moving from there back to their old place, they fucked up the cycle. And so it should have been the sequel should have been them moving into the writer's old house, and then and then in. moving from that house to another. Yes. Yep. Agreed. What Something f- like what that. What the fuck? Something man. like that. What's going on here? Yeah. What the fuck? The timeline's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> All right, let uh, you're fuck. fucked. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Audience negative reviews. Audience negative reviews. Uh, writer who doesn't write keeps his family in the dark house while he watches old films of a kid running over a kid's face with a lawnmower. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that part was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Oh yeah, dude. And the jump scare, the way the audio is, and everything. Yeah, it, it like, makes you fucking shit. You don't expect nothing until you see the gore, that fucking body. Yeah. Like, Holy. Sh-. 
Fuck. <laughs> That's was, the one that almost got good. me again. I've seen this movie like four times. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I'm saying, that audio right there, too, it's just because you're like fucking so focused on it. There's not much going on. And then when it hits, it's like... Rah! Yeah. <laughs> Fucks you up. Yeah. It had the potential to be a great horror movie, but cheap scares, uninteresting characters, and an occasional intriguing plot held it back. Wow, dude. You're fucked up. Yeah, make your own movie then. Yeah, damn. bitch. Uh, nothing else on, so we forced ourselves to watch this boring, A-full, supposed to be awful, awful movie. Couldn't wait for it to end. Cameos by Vincent D'Onofrio and Fred Thompson couldn't save this turkey. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm sure you'll tell us about it or something. Probably. I just know. I don't know who the fuck Fred Thompson is. Me neither. Anyways. Oh, wait. Is that the producer? No, I think that is... Uh, that might be the sheriff, the main sheriff guy. Mm, that might be Fred Thompson. I don't know. I don't know. Directed by Scott Derrickson. So, anyway, sorry. who also directed uh, Doctor Strange? Oh, did he? Yeah, he's coming out. Scott Derrickson's doing another horror movie with Ethan Hawke. Ooh. It's called The Black Phone. I haven't oh, watched the trailer yet, I, but I saw the poster for it. Yeah, it, it looks, looks fucking, fucking Tom Savini. Nasty. Did the mask. Ooh, shit. Yeah, the mask is tight. Yeah, so that's why I like watch, it. We'll watch the trailer after this. <laughs> uh, number four, D minus. There was nothing to like about this movie. It was painfully, painfully predictable to the point of insulting its audience. I hated the product placement of Apple. That was too obvious. What else? Oh, bad acting, bad script, and bad plot execution. How do you mess up this badly and not notice? Huh. <laughs> what? It obviously wasn't that bad. Just remember that uh, the budget was three mil, and they came out with fucking eighty-eight. Eighty, yeah. So you'll never see any sort of money like that. And the shitty reviews that you write are definitely the reason why you piece of shit. Yes. How about that? <laughs> and last one. Well, I was unimpressed. It failed to scare me, even with the lights out at midnight. Hawk is Hawk is good as always, but he can't make a bad script good. The the inadequate directing failed to give any sense of rise and fall of tension with every jump scare coming exactly when expected hmm. well I didn't really care about the jump scares that wasn't really what made it for me no I, yeah the atmosphere worked for me even when like what is it I didn't like the kids running around the house that was fucking kind of goofy yeah I also didn't like the whole shh thing you know what I'm saying oh yeah the like, shush bro everybody's dead around you what the fuck are you shushing the camera for <laughs> 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 you just killed your whole fucking family what do you mean shush yeah <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. Um, maybe because he doesn't have a mouth. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't or, think. no, because the reason that they shush is because you're going to fucking... The boogeyman's going to find you if you're loud. Oh, maybe. I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird one. Regardless, dude. Like, why are you shushing me? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, what would you give this movie, Beef? We had a 63 from the tomato meter and then a 61 from the audience. 73. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna First go. Number with, always pops in my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with an eighty. Ooh, that's just because, uh, like I said, this was one of the better modern horror films that I had seen. You're right. Why did so, lowball it? Let's so, go eighty. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there we go. I'll give you eighty. So why did I lowball it? Um, just because. Again, it's one of those movies that you're watching. And you're like, what the fuck is actually going on? It's yes. gnarly. Um, again, not a huge fan of Ethan Hawke, but what else was he in, dude? Training Day. Uh, he was okay there. What else was he in? Um, no, I'll give him training day. Training day is great. Good. Training gay. <laughs> That's, That's what I do every Sunday. <laughs> Just um, yeah, no, I mean he does okay. I again, I think it's just because I don't like his face. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what's it. wrong with your face. Yeah, I fucking hate your face. <laughs> um, but 
It's time for those fun facts with James. And now, fun facts with James. That's me. They're back. They're back finally after two weeks. I finally eat shit. Leave me alone. I got some fun facts for you guys. Here we go, baby. Writer C. Robert Cargill. That's a weird last name. C. Robert Cargill got the idea for the script from a nightmare he had after watching The Ring. That's kind of tight. Yeah. Shouts out. I love when people do that shit. Yes. Stephen King's one of them. Yes. The Shining. Amen. (laughs) I'm not saying The Shining is a shit movie, but... (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) The family that was hanging on the tree were all played by stuntmen. However, when the scene was first done, the stunt coordinator botched the preparations for the scene, resulting in the actors actors actually legitimately being hanged and choked. Fortunately, they survived, and the coordinator was fired soon after. Holy shit. Just all of them literally are struggling. Yeah. Damn, these are, this is really good. Yeah, like, wow, this is very realistic. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's funny. At around 27 minutes, the Pool Party 66 snuff film in Sinister was extremely difficult to film, according to C. Robert Cargill. The actors and actresses who played the doomed family were tied down in lawn chairs and pulled underwater in reality. And the filmmakers had to be extremely careful that nobody was harmed while filming this while filming the scene took place. Uh, further complications occurred while filming the killer underwater. Nicholas King Bagul had to wear weights to stay underwater for several seconds while he was filmed. Uh, since the scene was filmed entirely on Super 8, care had to be taken to ensure that the camera was properly rolling and that the cartridge and, and light meter were working. Otherwise, the scene would have to be reshot numerous times. Holy shit. Yeah. Which is actually cool that they shot it on Super 8. Yes. Okay. Keep going. But Sorry. what was he doing before that? Bagul. Like, hiding around in books? Maybe. See that one? I don't know. Yeah. I would like to see the, not the prequel, or another one maybe where they go more into Bagul himself. Even even Vincent D'Onofrio's character was like, there's not much you can find on this guy. Well, it's like uh, the movie, I think it was called Butterfly Kisses. Did you ever see that one? No. So... It kind of gives me a vibe similar to that, and maybe this, that's how it happened previously, is uh-huh. like, uh, like let's say you took a picture, and he shows up in the picture, but you keep taking pictures, and he gets closer and closer. Yeah. And so, like, what if it's something like that? I don't know, but... Like, I'd like to what, see yeah, what, what he was doing he before. Doing? Yeah. The Where'd invention of film. <laughs> like, even like an old, um, like, Thomas Edison-style film. Yeah. Where he's like that, like, he's, oh, shit, he was in fucking 1910s and shit. Fuck. That would be fucking cool. That would be kind of sick, That's dude. where he became, like, suit and tie. Yeah, <laughs> That's where he got his fucking button down. <laughs> He's just on fucking, uh... He's just dapper as fuck. What are they called? The fucking hieroglyphs? Yeah. <laughs> see, shit like that, I'd like to see... I'd like to know more about Bagul. That'd be sick, dude. Uh, this is... Uh, there is very little blood, almost no cursing, and no sex in this movie because the filmmakers were hoping for a PG-13 rating. However, they still got the R on content alone. That's because they fucking mowed over people. We mow over somebody. <laughs> you literally have a kid slitting people's throats yeah. in the fucking movie. There's implied that the little girl kills her little brother, which is gnarly. Yeah. And then you have people hanging. I Being mean, set on fire. It's, it's, yeah, aggra- sure it's aggressive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Hawke had never seen the, the Super 8 snuff films prior to the date of recording Sinister. When the scene where his character watches the snuff films was ready to be recorded, the soundtrack was matched up to the films and Hawk played out his role. His reactions to the films that were, were recorded for Sinister and were used in the final film. Oh, shit. Which makes sense that that throat-slitting one is where, where he, he turns. looks away, yeah. yeah, that, and then when 
the lawnmower scene, of course. Yep. Damn. So good. That's fucking great. Which, have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? Yes. So that happens in Sleepaway Camp, too. I don't know if you knew that. But there was a Sleepaway Camp. I don't know which one it was. I don't remember in the first one. It, I don't think it was in the first one. Yeah. Um, but I know she buries somebody up to their neck in, like, dirt. Dang. And just fucking sets one on top of their That's head. Tight. I'm like, damn, chill, bro. I gotta watch that one. <laughs> Uh, the scenes showing the Super 8 home videos were filmed on a real Super 8 film camera to capture the grainy, nostalgic effect of old movies, according to C. Robert Cargill. Which is sick. Yeah, it's perfect. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and the scenes where the scorpion and the snake are shown in the attic, these are two forms of Bagul, as depicted in the ancient drawings given to Ellison by Professor Jonas in the movie. Yep, which we talked about that too. Yeah. Because the dog as well. Yes. At around 42 minutes, the snake that is seen in the seen in the movie is a king snake king fuck king snake <laughs> <laughs> you can identify him as the non-venomous snake by doing the rhyme red red on yellow dangerous fellow red on black friend of jack yeah huh yeah. wait what's that again red, red, on, red, red on, on yellow dangerous fellow oh okay just so you know red on yellow yep okay red on black you good, Jack. Yeah, friend of Jack. You good, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> According to co-writer C. C. Robert Cargill, Bakul, Mr. Mr. Boogie was originally intended to look more like Johnny Depp from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I guess with the top hat? That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> After going over this idea, it was decided that the deity looked looking like Willy Wonka would be too silly for the film and not scary or mysterious enough. Finally, a photo was found on Google image Images that Cargill bought the rights to, and this was the basis for the final Bagul I seen in the finished film. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's sick. Yeah. He literally just took a Google image and was like, I'm buying that. <laughs> yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the character of Deputy So-and-So, played by James Ran Ranswan, was never called by his name in this, movie, in this movie or the sequel. In the credits, he's just called Deputy. And in the credits for Sinister 2, he is listed as ex-Deputy So-and-So. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, screenwriter uh, C. Robert Cargill admitted that that the name of Ethan Hawke's character Ellison Oswald is inspired by author Harlan Ellison and comedian Patton Oswald. Patton oh. Oswald is famous is a famously horror movie buff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's fun. That's a that fun either. fact. <laughs> <laughs> In 2020, Forbes magazine conducted a study, Science of Scare Project, where the heart rate of the viewers were monitored while watching numerous horror films. Out of the 35 films, this movie won. Having the highest average heart rate at 86, spiking at 131 beats per minute. Thus, it often being deemed the scariest movie ever made. That's that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. Actually, that's fun. Um, uh, it, what's what's a scarier movie, in your opinion, that like just absolutely fucking terrified you? Uh, Whether it be from jump scares or whatever. Like now or when I was a kid? Just, or just in anytime? general. Yeah. I gotta think about this. Like, what fucked you up? Because, like, uh, for example, obviously, when I first saw The Exorcist, I was five. Uh -huh. So that fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah. But I specifically remember uh, House on Haunted Hill, the remake, mm -hmm. fucking scared me. Like, that movie fucking terrified the shit out of me. And it wasn't just because of jump scares. It was just because it was genuinely fucking terrifying. Yeah. I could remember, well, when I was younger, it was Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Wrong Turn. Good ones. Okay. Um, now, I can't think of any now that would make me fucking generally uncomfortable. Yeah. No. The Strangers. The <laughs> Strangers was, yeah. That one made me, un like, really uncomfortable. Actually, I See You was one of those. It was actually pretty creepy, too. Yeah. <laughs> Strangers got me We more. like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And I want to say Tusk. Kevin Smith's Tusk. I still haven't watched that. It, like... Uh, being an adult, it was one of the few movies that made me, like, uncomfortable. Okay. Like, just because, like, ugh, ugh, this is fucking... Like, it's I don't like disgusting. This. Yeah, kind of. I still haven't watched it. It's... Is it a must-watch? Is it good? Is it... You can get to it when you want to. Mediocre? <laughs> it's okay, like... <laughs> that's all I could say, but... Okay. Yeah, those... Those movies. Okay. Well, I like that. I like that about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your guys's? Let yes. us know. Let us know. Uh, the missing chi- the missing children were all dressed in the fashions and hairstyles popular in the era that the family's murders took place. Lawn works lawn work girls rain yellow slicker was popular for children in the in the era of her murder. Barbecue boys t shirt was also popular. Barbecue boy. Barbecue boy Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for much of the film, Ethan Hawke is wearing a, a Bennington College sweatshirt. One of the faculty members of the Vermont-based college was Stanley Hyman, whose wife, Shirley Jackson, was known for her horror stories, such as The Lottery and The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. Shirley. That's, uh, what was it, Squidbillies? Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Where, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it's just funny to me, because <laughs> I, I always say it every now and then, where it's just like, you just won the lottery. Shirley Jackson's the lottery, and then winning the lottery is he gets stoned to death. (laughs) And so he throws a rock at him. That's fucking funny, dude. Squid Billies. Squid Billies is good. I haven't seen that show in a long time. Long time. And lastly, uh, in each of the snuff films in this movie, there are two halves of each film. One half shows an ordinary family from a specific decade doing normal things, and the second half shows the same family being murdered in creative but disturbing ways. The only one that doesn't show this pattern is Sleepy Time in 1998. Which only features the murder and doesn't feature the family doing ordinary things. This isn't implied that the Oswald family is being filmed on a, on Super 8 doing ordinary things either. Edit. In one scene in which may or may not be in reality, Ethan Hawke's character is implied to be being filmed while he's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Which is fucked up. It that is. always freaks me out, dude. Like, like, seeing yourself being filmed while you're fucking sleeping yeah. or something. And then somebody sending you that video. Yeah, I didn't like, um... Do you know what frogging is? Ooh, dude. Yeah, that freaked me out. Will you ever watch um, VHS? So, like the anthology? Yes, I watched it a long time ago. But I don't remember much of it, Oh, there was, there was one where, like, it takes place in a hotel room. Obviously, they're all, like, home movies, pretty much. But it shows, like, a couple in a ho- in the hotel room, and they get a knock on the door, and there's this girl standing there, and she's being weird. And he's like, oh, the guy's like, oh, go away. And that night, they're asleep, and all, like the camera they were filming themselves with is filming them now and it's like somebody like removing their covers and touching like the girlfriend or whatever but the last scene was um like they're asleep again and then the covers get removed and then you see a switchblade like being flicked open okay and then it's just stab right in the guy's neck and he's just like like making all the nastiest noise you could think of and she fucking kills him but that's that's kind of that's pretty creepy that's some uh that's some stranger shit right there, almost, yeah. dude. Stop turning people away, dude. Ah, they're gonna kill you anyway. It's fine. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> you're, you're fucking dead. Because you were home. Yeah. That's the thing. That's that was my favorite thing. thing. Why are ever. you doing this? Because you were home. Yeah. Like, whoa, Ugh. bitch. Oh, you fuck. You killed it! That was a great movie. And, uh, that's definitely foreshadowing. Obvious foreshadowing. Obvious foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thanks again, guys. Hopefully you're uh, enjoying the spooky month because this is out during spooky month. Yeah. And if you couldn't notice where the last few movies we were gearing up towards. Yep. Spooky month. We love spooky month. 
It's one of our favorites. And um, be sure also to go see Halloween Kills at your earliest convenience because we're going to do a drop for y'all. We will. We'll, We'll talk about Halloween 2018 and then Halloween Kills, right? Yep. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do... So you guys better be ready. You better brush up on your Michael Myers. Not... The spy who shagged me, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, guys, make sure you're following us on all our socials, which is Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes. And you can follow us on our personals at xchief underscore beefx and comic x steve. Later. Later. Oh, this has been some real shit. You better step back dead before I lose my